All right. Tell me when we're live. Well, we are. Oh, shit. <laughs> Hello, everyone. <coughs> Hello, everyone. Hello, everyone. I don't talk like that. I'll go then. Okay, fine. I'm gonna. Jeez. Jeez. Been here for like two and a half hours. We haven't done shit. <laughs> there was water everywhere. There was. There was. There was water everywhere. All right. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome yeah, to... Loud. I'm always loud. Yeah, but chill it out a little bit. I'm sorry. All right. Hello, everybody. Start again. Damn it. One more time. Everybody and welcome to uh, the new and improved Game Tea Podcast. My name is JP. I'm Zach, and I'm Zar. Okay, so I don't even know where to start. It's so weird seeing you two in person. I forgot how ugly we are. Yeah, this is the first time since like the first episode we've actually recorded in person. <laughs> no, that's literally what it was. It was the first episode. Tom Nook is a crook where we did it in person. <laughs> Man, we were really good at names back then. Oh, dude, that was a, a, I, I was good at names. <laughs> I don't know. I still think the names are pretty good across the board. No, you're right. You're right. Four hosts over 42.4 minutes. That was pretty okay, good. Okay, but unless you're a Kingdom Hearts fan, you're not going to get that. Well, not even Kingdom Hearts fans got it. <laughs> Speaking of, this is titled Game T number one, hashtag rebirth. Hashtag rebirth. Hashtag No, that's not rebirth. enough words. It's birth by sleep, rebirth, super happy fun time extract. Wait, are we talking about the Binding of Isaac? We could is this be, Rebirth? It, we could be talking about that game. Or is this Afterbirth? Is there a difference? We probably well, one is stickier. Right I don't want to be stickier. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so before we took that hiatus, we really alluded to the fact that there is a lot of changes coming to Game Tea, but we couldn't exactly reveal what it was yet. But now we finally have the opportunity to do so. So, Zar. Why don't you start by telling the audience, where are we recording? What changes happened on that front? All right. So, yes, listeners out there may notice a little bit of a difference. Our voices may sound a little more studio quality. That's because we are coming to you from Herdat Media. And at the end of the episode, you'll notice a new little addition because we are recording in Herdat. So, we Thank sold you. out hella quick. <laughs> <laughs> it only took two years to sell out. That's a record. Yeah, well, things happen, I guess. Thank you, heard that. <laughs> All right, so, yes, we now are actually in-person recording, which is one of the biggest changes, but there's a lot of other caveats that come along with that. So I think the first thing that we need to address is our good friend Peaches um, and kind of his place going forward with the podcast. When we were kind of going through these huge changes, uh, we sat down and had a conversation, and uh, Peach is just... Zach, stop doing weird things while I'm looking at you. It's giving me... No, stop. Oh, no, we hit a problem recording together. Now we can fuck with each other. Oh, no. Okay, so Peaches. He decided to take his leave from the podcast for a few different reasons. Um... That we won't exactly get into here. The important things to know are simply this. Um, Peaches will no longer be one of the official co-hosts of Game Tea. He may be on occasionally for an episode here or there. Um, but the biggest thing that we want to say is that there's that. He didn't leave for like 
any kind of like fighting type reason. We don't hold any animosity towards peaches. I was thinking of that word too. I was like, should we say animosity? animosity. Ooh, yeah, that's the, a good word. That's the, a word. But it's not there. It's not there. It, yes. <laughs> it's good vocabulary, but it's not here. In the, it's not yeah, that's what $40,000 in a communication degree will get you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, uh, Peaches is still one of our good friends. And the way we see it, he's always going to be a member of Game Tea. Um, who knows? Maybe there will be a time in the future where he even comes back for something other than just guest host spots. But as of now, we're going with the OG3, Zach, Czar, and I. Yeah, Beaches will still be sitting in the background tearing apart our episodes and writing oh. us angry letters. So oh, yeah. you may expect some apologies to Peaches in the near future, too. And you know what? I don't really like Scott Pilgrim. There. Oh, I don't. Shit. We're starting. Where were you? Where were you? When I was, I was defending myself. Yeah, but Peaches is scary when he's angry. <laughs> Do you actually feel that way? I mean, it's fine. He holds it on a pedestal. It's not that good, right? The part where he jumps out the window is great. I like that part. I mean, I like where he fights Captain America. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part's great, too. I like the bass guitar. That's about it. Because you play the bass? Yes. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) Yeah, you are right, sir. That is correct. You know what, JP, you talk a lot. Czar, what's new with you then? All right. Oh, well, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. How long has it been? Yeah. In about a couple months now, and you guys have done some episodes without me. I've been trying to edit, and I've been super busy. Um, Yeah, just learning how to edit, editing a bunch of other people's stuff. I actually work here at Her Debt, so I'm doing podcasts all the time. (laughs) And I'm just excited that we can do our podcast now. So, Yeah, it's really exciting. So... While we're working with Herdat, what are some of the benefits of us being able to like be here in the studio and work with this company that gave us such a cool opportunity? Well, we get to see each other first and foremost since we've been remote since pretty much the start. I said, tell us the benefits. <laughs> oh yeah, too much of <laughs> oh, me is, is not a good thing. Uh, we'll, par- we'll probably be doing some live streaming uh, monthly f- through Twitch right. and maybe even get a video component to our podcast episodes sometime in the future. The sky's the limits kind of here. We got a lot of creativity flowing. Yeah. Which is really funny because all of these things that we get to do now are things that we planned on doing. I don't know if you boys heard of this little thing called the coronavirus, but it really <laughs> fucked everything up for a while there. Yeah, yeah, Don't don't start... A podcast in the middle of a pandemic, or do maybe people listen? Um, That's where most podcasts were probably born. Honestly, yeah. it's just yeah, like probably. we should start a podcast. It just it makes getting all of your hosts together difficult, and that makes me sad. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. So the TLDR of the newest changes is we're back to the OG three. Uh, we're in a studio where we can see each other's ugly mugs once more. Hell yeah. It's going to be fun. I think this is going to be just bring a lot of really positive changes to the podcast. And it's going to put it like put us in a position to do a lot of the things that we wanted to do in the first place. We're hoping you can really feel the energy in the room. right Feel now. the energy. Feels feel. like there's energy in that room. I'm kind of I'm kind of worried about the whole like live stream stuff because I got to put on pants. Ooh. <laughs> We're only shooting that from is the waist true. Out. Zach does not have pants on right now. Yeah, but what if I stand out? Be awkward. <laughs> well, Just wear underwear at the very least. You're I like, mean, no. We'll have to switch <laughs> the brief. <laughs> we'll have to switch the feed to like a Pornhub live stream whenever you stand up. But you can. You don't have to wear pants. <laughs> That's actually. <Yo>. Really <laughs> All right. So we gave the audience the lowdown of what's going on. We've got a little bit of a script and an wait, itinerary. Wait, wait, wait. JP. Yes, sir. I don't want to cut you off, but what games are you playing lately? Should I That's exactly. Yes. Exactly. That, was that on the, oh, it we're was, going back to introduction. Oh, okay, okay, okay. 
Oh, God. Bad for a post guy. But anyway, keep going. You know what? <laughs> I want to hear what you're playing first, Zach. So tell us. We've been on a hiatus for a while. What have you been playing? What are you currently playing? Oh, you're going to love this, JP. You're going to love this. So Am I? <laughs> I have this backlog that's sort of a problem, okay? So I got a PlayStation 5 that I played for a minute. I think I beat Demon Souls and and Ghost of Tsushima. Hey, that, okay. I'm right. And this was while well, we were still podcasting. And then I got an Xbox, and that was great for a little bit. I haven't touched it since I bought it. I was going to say, you got the Series S, right? Have you turned that thing on more than four times? Yes. Five times. Five times. <laughs> Maybe six. Anyway, so... You know, anyway, I, so, so I have a lot of stuff to, you know, catch up on because God forbid I like even like resubscribe to Game Pass. Um, <laughs> but like a good person with great priority skills, I have been playing Xenoblade 1 and 2 to prepare for the third one that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, that's and, not surprising at all. So I have 100% of the first one, including the DLC edition. And then I have almost 100% the second one, barring not doing the affinity charts. Okay, so I think hard. I think I asked you when we were in the car together the other day, but 100%ing Xenoblade, how long did that take you? Just for the first one. Well, for including both playthroughs, which I would, because you kind of need both, uh, I'm at like 160 hours. Goddamn. Keep that in mind for next time we do Playtime Panic. And then 200... Yes, yeah, yeah, smart. 255 going on plus hours for Xenoblade 2. Jesus Christ, wow. man. Yeah, um, you're really, you're getting ready for three. You're excited, and and I think the DLC torn. I got another twenty hours into, so we're almost at three hundred hours for Xenoblade Two. Luckily, we don't have to wait much longer for Xenoblade Three, which we will talk about later in the pod. And I know you're just <laughs> yeah, you're seething. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we'll get there. Got we'll three get fucking there. pages of Xenoblade in the yeah, script. We really do. Listen, I'm only gonna get to do this every year. <laughs> All right, Zara, your turn. What have you been playing? What are you on right now? Uh, I got the Game Pass. I finally got the Game Pass. Oh, the Xbox guy finally got the Game Pass. Fucking awesome. It's the Xbox Game Pass. It um, Well, Game Pass is actually doing a really cool thing this year. It is their fifth year anniversary, I think. And so yeah. they're offering all current Xbox subscribers um, while the month of June is still going, so not not when you hear this episode. Uh, <laughs> just, everyone's like, fuck! Fuck, just missed it. <laughs> but they, they've been doing uh, three months for a dollar as a starting price. Wow. Yes. So I got, and if you drop, you get another month for like a dollar too. Yes, Extra that's true. It, really? So you're just like, eh. And on top of that, it converts all of your current online membership into Game Pass Ultimate. So I, I got like... I don't apply to anybody bizarre. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's it's been great though. Like I uh I've got five months for like a dollar now, don't have to renew till November. Mm-hmm. And I have just been going hard on grounded. Like I Grounded's the game, huh? I ran out of story stuff. I have actually finished that game, so thankfully there is some more grounded coming up in the near future, which we'll get to that as well. Uh but yeah, that's all I've been doing is just fighting spiders. Okay. Okay. Is that really really it? Yeah, that's basically, I mean, it's, it's a lot like Minecraft. And so, you know, you build base, but no, it's just been grounded. Wow. So I guess that leaves JP. JP, what have you been playing lately? Well, that's what surprises me is just like, I've had so much variety because I do have Xbox Game Pass, but, um, so here's something cool. Uh, we talked in one of the last episodes we did about PlayStation's new three-tiered service, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Something that they did not mention that they were doing is, um, like, if you're one of the people that like to pay for a year at a time for, like, the online service, you can actually 
pay a certain amount of money to kind of catch up to where you are in that service to get the premium or extra accounts. So for about four months worth of premium, I had to give them $16. It's not bad. Not, not at, bad all. at all. Not at all. And I think it, it, what's great about that is that is plenty of time for me to kind of test drive this new service and see if I like it. And I think so far it's pretty good. I think they need to offer a little bit more, especially since... And I mean, this is a personal problem, but I played most of the games that they already offered in the extra. Like, it's like, oh, you get access to the Spider-Mans and like, you know, Ghosts of Tsushima, Red Dead Redemption. And I'm like, played it, played it, played it, played it. <laughs> what else you got? God of War. God of War. And I, like, that's the thing is like, if you're new to PlayStation, this is a fantastic fucking deal. But if you've been around the block like me and you've already played this shit, eh. Yeah. <laughs> you know? What about the PS2s and the PS1 backlog? That's a good question, and that's actually where I was going. Is um, so if you pay that extra money for the premium, see, and you we get can segue in real life now. Yes, see the yes. <laughs> Although that was totally improvised, you were just like, "Oh, that worked out well for Zach." Now, <laughs> according to plan, that's what's interesting. Actually, is most of the value that I've gotten so far out of the service comes from the classics catalog. So here's a classic. Here's a classic. Right now, I'm playing Dark Cloud. Yes, remember oh, that? I love that game. Remember that game. The guy from Final Fantasy VII? No. The OG <laughs> Dark Cloud. I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, so Dark Cloud is um, PS2, very old, like, uh, came out in 2001, I want to say. Like, old as fuck. And you play as this guy named Tone. I think that's how you pronounce it. They don't ever really tell Toen, you. Toen, maybe? Toen, yeah, Toen. like that. Toen. But anyway, it's a dungeon crawler, right? Um, but what makes this dungeon crawler really unique is where you have to manage literally all of these different resources, including, like, things, super trivial things like your water. And water goes really quickly. Your thirst goes down really quickly. And if you don't have water on you, or if you don't, like, find a little river to replenish your, like, thirst, like, you die. But you're a cloud. (laughs) You know, (laughs) Zach? (laughs) He's got a point. No, he does not. (laughs) Don't encourage him. But, I mean, you know, it's also health. Uh, your weapon, and I know, like, think of Breath of the Wild. Think how quickly those weapons fucking break. Now, turn that to extreme mode with Dark Cloud, because your instruments have, like, not instruments, your weapons have, like, 20 good hits before they fucking break. Sounds terrible. It's, I know, like, on paper, that doesn't sound crazy, but it's actually, like, yeah, that's where the fun is. A lot of fun is, like, learning how to manage all these different systems. And, like, before you enter the next part of the dungeon, you really have to, like, should I keep going? or Because you get more money if you keep going on a streak. Or should I just turn it in now, go back to the village, get more resources? I I can tell this doesn't... This doesn't sound like your cup of tea. I loved Dark Cloud back in the day. There there were a couple scenes from the cutscenes that messed me up as a kid, but... No, the gameplay was phenomenal. The resource management is, oddly enough, where the fun of this game comes in. And I, I totally understand what you're saying. You just you got to experience it to it's, experience it. I will admit, it's not for everybody. It's, it's not, not Especially, for like, if you don't like the concept of, like, losing progress really easily. Oh, God, Or, yeah. like, weapons or things you collect, you would hate this game. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not for you. Let's just say that. Um, on the other hand, with Xbox Game Pass, I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy. Hey. Finally going through it. It's been um it's been a lot of fun seeing these different like be- yeah. Because like I'm not super into comic books, right? 
Uh, so Loser. like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, honestly, like, <laughs> you only know about the Marvel like movie iteration of Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> but the, scrub. But that's true. So it's like it's interesting seeing this different dynamic of Guardians of the Galaxy with these different characters. But it's also just a really stellar game. You know, Peach has talked about it when it first kind of came out, and he was right. It's fantastic. Yeah, he, he Peaches, gave... I'm pouring one out for you right now. <laughs> <laughs> He's flipping me off, but I'm still doing it. Her dad's going to come back in here in the morning like, that motherfucker poured stuff on the floor. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, oh, I uh, I forgot to mention a game. I do actually have another game I'm playing. Um, I am playing It Takes Two with my wife. Oh, we're, really? So when are you guys getting divorced? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, we're really good at the game. I think we have a good relationship. Zach's <laughs> <laughs> <is actually> like, <laughs> you don't just throw her off the cliff whenever you can. <laughs> oh, no, that happens all the time. Good, good. It's cathartic, really. It really is. It is. Yeah. It's therapy. It's therapy. <laughs> I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure. Christine and I are playing uh, Moving In. Have you guys heard of that game? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing as Overcooked, same premise, except now your goal is just to, like, move people's furniture but the great thing is like you can just hit each other too and that's Your back doesn't hurt afterwards yeah and you can like throw objects so i just throw shit at her it's a good <laughs> it's a good time it's a good time so do you guys feel like we've caught up enough and we're ready to talk about the whole uh lot of crap that's been happening since we've been on hiatus yes i think we hiatus can, i think we can do that zach i think it's time to finally do what we do best and get into the news so who wants to read the itinerary we're nose gozing right now it's supposed to be fun to read the itinerary. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it. Sorry, Today, <laughs> on the first episode of the new and improved Game Tea podcast, we are hashtag going rebirth. to... Rebirth. Rebirth. Hashtag rebirth. Trademarked. <laughs> well, really, we, we, uh, we were going to talk about what we've been doing, where we've been, right? Which we've already done. So what we're going to be doing for the rest of the day is talking about the latest Xbox Bethesda showcase. Okay, and can we just not call it Xbox Bethesda? What do we want to call it? Just Xbox. I mean, I mean, then we're gonna have to call it Xbox, but that's the Blizzard, Activision. Maybe we should. I don't want to. <laughs> Fine. Oh, we'll talk God. about Xbox's latest showcase featuring Bethesda. <laughs> <laughs> and then, look, I don't know what you're up in a tiff about because after we're done with that, you get to talk about the Xenoblade Nintendo Direct. Yeah. So we all get a little something out of this. I make my own sound effects. I heard that. <laughs> They're just like, that's good, that's good, keep that. <laughs> oh, God, I gotta listen to this in my ears. <laughs> and yes. then we're gonna finish up with uh, some quick takes, some game releases, and then we're gonna get the hell out of here. How's that sound, boys? Hell yeah, sounds like we got a revive episode. Rebirth. 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 You two are already fucking it up. God damn it. All right, Zar, so the first thing we have to talk about today belongs to you with Xbox. So uh, what did we get out of their uh, newest showcase? Oh, God, what didn't we get? showcase. Yeah, that was a long showcase, but it was hype the whole way through. Like, I I thought it was amazing. (laughs) Really? You disagree? I disagree with you strongly. (laughs) But keep going. I'm sorry. (laughs) Anywho, so the first game we saw from the Xbox showcase featuring Bethesda was (laughs) Redfall. And now we, uh, you, you know how we were talking quite a while ago that zombies are just like way too flooded into the game market and we needed a new new monster to fight? It's funny how long ago that happened too. Like zombies got stale relatively quick. Yeah. And we've just been playing out the string for a long time. Yeah. Well, now we're back to vampires. We've gone full circle here. So. <laughs> Start with vamp? Oh, I guess you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what came first, the vampire or the zombie? 
It's like a chicken and the egg situation. By the way, that's a great title for the episode. <laughs> Which came first, the vampire or the zombie? <laughs> Hashtag rebirth. Hashtag rebirth. rebirth. <laughs> all right, so I know how much you like vampires and all the things that go bump in the night. So what did you see from this game that excited you? Well, let's just go into it here. So Redfall is an open-world, single-player, and co-op FPS game from Arcane Austin. Ooh. Um, and th- they are famous for making other such games as Prey and Dishonored. So okay. big titles there. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, that's good. Prey, uh, Prey was very highly acclaimed, and so was Dishonored. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah, absolutely. And and so it looks like it's going to be very story-driven, action shooter. Um and what I really like is it looks like a, a group play. So, you know, you get your friends together and you kind of have that. that must be nice. <laughs> <laughs> must be nice having friends. I wouldn't know. So you get that Left for Dead kind of style gameplay. Um, but what I actually saw interesting is there was a huge push towards the co-op feature of this and playing with friends. But then the next day I was on Twitter and I saw a little little video that was like, you play alone in this game, you stay alone in this game. You have no AI companions joining you in the solo campaign. Interesting. Yeah, and so I that that makes for a really interesting dynamic, I, I think, at least, you know? Um, going from having all your friends to just being literally by yourself. <laughs> so I think what's interesting about, like, the vampire zombies... Uh, vamp- not vampire zombies. The zombies as its own, like, genre within horror, right? is we've seen all different kinds of games that incorporate zombies, right? From, like, more story-driven aspects like what The Walking Dead does by uh, Telltale, all the way to games that are more action-based, like, you know, most recently Dying Light 2. So vampire games don't really have as big of a backlog as they do with zombies. What do you think this game is going to offer for vampires that other games, like, in the past have not? I don't honestly think anything, really. Really? Hard no. disagree, hard disagree. They're no. going to suck your blood. <laughs> oh, is that, was, that new? Is that I new? that was the thing. Zombies don't suck your blood. They just eat you. What totally you, different concepts. These are vampires, though. They suck your blood. <laughs> yeah, I know. I saw Hotel Transylvania, okay? I'm, <laughs> I'm on it. Do they say bleh, bleh, bleh? Bleh, bleh, bleh. Okay, no. but the zombies, like, they're flying around. Zombies don't fly. They're vampires. What? Vampires fly. The red fly, redfall vampires. Yeah, they fly around. Yeah. They, they, they. Are you asking what's different between them and zombies, or just vampires? Well, uh, like general? just in the in terms of like the games, right? Because we've had that huge diversity in zombie games, right? But we haven't had nearly as diverse of a like. For example, if you were to think of like the most highly acclaimed games that feature vampires as the main villain, what'll you get? Like, ho- I was about to say Hotel Transylvania, <laughs> game of the year. <laughs> No, but, like, you'd get games like, you know, uh, uh, Castlevania. You'd get games like Vampire. What else would there be? Uh, there was a game called Dark, uh, early 360 title. Terrible. Yeah. Like, lab-created vampire. It's been a hot minute since we had a good vampire game. Yeah, that, that's in what Castlevania, you don't really play. I mean, like, you could say you play as a vampire, but that's not like that. Well, that's the thing in Redfall. I don't think you <laughs> actually get to play as the vampire. I think you're right. just playing as the human. True. True humans and and it's just vampire ais technically you could be a vampire in skyrim oh yeah you can be vampire in skyrim i don't recommend it because it's a huge pain in the ass to be a vampire being a vampire is awesome in skyrim you just carry blood jars around with you where do you get the jars from the vampire stronghold maybe (laughs) (laughs) all right you know what just continue (laughs) i'm red falling out of this one anything to add before we keep going 
But yeah, I mean, I mean, it looks cool. It looks it open world. It's fun. It's a shooter. You kill vampires. It's a new monster. What's not to love? That's hey, fair. I, I did do the script, but I don't remember. Is this day one game pass or no? Yeah, I'm pretty sure this is a day one game pass. I think I mean, most of the titles on the on the it's Xbox hard, showcase. It's hard to argue with day one game pass. I mean, that's <laughs> true. Oh. I'll probably get game pass for a dollar then, and then just continue. <laughs> for, and I get it for another dollar. <laughs> Hey, yo. Suckers. Suckers over there at Microsoft. <laughs> I guess you could say I'm just a little hollow with my money. Uh, hey. the next one, JP? Sure. All right. So, no, <laughs> hit, hit and miss with the segue, Zach. All right, all right. <laughs> uh, something else uh, that the showcase had was a little bit more gameplay for Hollow Knight Silk Song. Now, I don't remember. Have either of you played Hollow Knight? I have purchased it. I bought it, it for you. It. Yeah, I, I played a little bit of it. Okay, and you? I purchased it and I started it. How much have you started it? I realized it was a really big game and went maybe later. <laughs> <sighs> it's a great game. How would you know? I listen to people when they talk. <laughs> okay, yeah, anyway. He's a good listener. <laughs> he's such a good listener. Notice how I give eye contact? Now. <laughs> no, the listeners don't notice. <laughs> Quack. All right, so anyway, with Silk Song. We've been waiting a very long time since Hollow, Hollow Knight dropped to get Silk Song, right? And we've gotten, they announced it pretty early in the game, right? And we got a little bit of like game ter- gameplay trailer type stuff. But that's basically it. So like, we haven't gotten much news other than that from the studio. And we're waiting on it, right? So it was exciting to see a little something for Silk Song that wasn't just a, oh, it's coming. <laughs> it's a coming. Right? Like basically what they're doing right now with Breath of the Wild too. Hey. I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Um, <laughs> the thing is, we still honestly don't know too much about Silk Song because all we got was more gameplay, right? What we do know is that it is going to be another Game Pass thingamabob, right? I don't really know what to call it at this point. It's coming to Game Pass, and that's what's exciting, right? Yeah. And you know what? Honestly, even though it was just a little bit of gameplay, it's exciting to see anything. And then just them just going, ah, we didn't forget about you. <laughs> and that's honestly all there is to say. But uh, if you are a Hollow Knight fan, Silk Song is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it. I just Googled this again. All right. Just something new was out. Okay. And it says that they aim to release it before June 12th, 2023, according to Wikipedia. That's I don't. A, that's a valid source. I don't care when they aim to release it because that's all so subject to change, especially with like how the gaming industry is nowadays. It. I'm in the same boat as I am with every other game. I just want them to get a good product out there. Take your time. You know, no crunchies. No crunchies for the developies. Is Hollow Knight still as independent of a game as it started as? Or, like, franchise? Um. Part of Team Cherry. Pretty much. You know, uh, Hollow Knight was a part of those, like, the 2018 era where just, like, indie games just had this huge surge of just amazing titles that dropped, right? But as far as I know, the studio has not done much since that happened, other than giving these little tidbits for Silk Song. That being said, Hollow Knight is still regarded as one of the best indie games that have ever been made. Hmm. You know, still to this day, people are new people are playing it. It's not one of those flavor of the month games that actually managed to kind of stick it out with the test of time. That being said, you know, and again, not to place pressure on them, but if we don't see something more with Silk Song soon people are going to start to lose a little bit of that interest. So uh, it's that weird area where it's like, but take your time, make it good, be good to the developers. But 
you know, if you have that predicted timeline, do your best to stick with it. Yeah. Yeah. You got to try to hit those deadlines. Definitely. Xbox wouldn't know about that. Ha. Next one. Next one. Then, Zach, you were actually watching a little bit of this video, and I know, Zar, you're really excited about it, too. So what do we have up next? So excited. We got High on Life. Yes. Oh, humans. What's that one about, Morty? <laughs> humans are oh, drugs. Geez, Rick. <laughs> humans are the drug fuel for alien bongs, and we are being kidnapped for the drug purposes. I'm in. I'm in. Now, it must take a really fucking weird creator to think of a game like this, right? So who made this game? Well, let me tell you, it does take some weird people to make this game. It <laughs> comes from the developer known as Squanch Games. Uh, who, who, who's a part of the game? <laughs> the game team. Oh, I'll tell you. It's made by the creators of Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites. Yeah. That sounds about right. Yeah, it's awesome. So Morty, the the voice actor who voices Morty, is it just Justin Roiland? I don't know. I don't think so. Is it not Justin Roiland? I thought it was him. I'm, Maybe. I could be wrong. I have no idea on that one. But Morty's your gun. He, he's a, a Gat Gatlian, I think Hell is what they're yeah. called. And he needs you to help rescue his other Gatlian friends. And you just go take That's on an alien drug cartel. It is Justin Roiland. Oh, it is. Okay. 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 So Morty's voice voiced okay. by Justin Roiland. So give me the TLDR here. It's a game about aliens that abduct humans to smoke them? Yeah, basically. We, we are the fuel that goes into their bongs. And we get them high. That is so flattering. Yeah, all these years I could have been smoking <laughs> myself. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, no. <laughs> so I watched a little bit of the gameplay, and I think the thing that really got me excited the most was actually when I saw the guns, like, talking. It looks like they're putting a lot of emphasis on, like, the weapon system in this game. The weapons are the characters. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I'm expecting shit as wacky as, like, Borderlands. The only thing I'm worried about in that regard, though, is the limitation on the weapons. Like, you're only going to have a set number of weapons. What's the customization going to yeah. be like? How much can you actually do differently with each weapon? And that's knifey, and I'll be all right. Knifey. Oh, I forgot about knifey. <laughs> Hi, I'm knifey. And then that's the Let's next frame. Let's stabbing. <laughs> so it's, it's Borderlands, but it's not really like a looter shooter. It's more like just a... Well, it kind of, I thought it looked a lot like Doom Eternal and the Doom Revive in, in gameplay style. Yeah. Very fast-paced, shooting, stabs, yeah, I didn't gore. See, yeah, because I didn't see much looting mechanics. And honestly, with Borderlands, sometimes that looting can, like, slow down the gameplay right. pretty significantly. Whereas, like, games with Doom, right, where you just get those little crappy collectibles in the form of orbs, right? Like, the gameplay is quicker. And I think that's what they're going for here. Um, it was a little hard to tell just with with what they offered us in this trailer because it's clear that they want the main emphasis to be on the guns and the weapons and how fun, like the humor that the game offers. Because it's just, if you know that this is coming from the creators of Rick and Morty and Solar Opposites, it's going to be a fucking just weird, fun adventure. Absolutely. Um, I'm hoping to put this on the same level as like the South Park game. Another, so. another game based on an animated show, very mature, very, very large fan base. I I think this game has to kind of achieve that level of success to really do anything in the market. I think it's, it does. It could be legendary. Uh, All right. Now, this is not the first time these guys have created a game, too, right? Wasn't there something like... 
Trover saves the universe or whatever. Well, they had Pocket Mortis, which is basically Pokemon, but you collect Mortis. Wasn't that just a mobile game? Yeah, it was a mobile no, game. Was, mobile game makes fast stats. Yeah, it was made by Squanch Games. I think that was like okay. their first IP. Interesting. So what's interesting about this, though, is even with Trover... I, okay, so Trover deviated away from the story of Rick and Morty. But other than that, this is the first time that they're doing that, right? Like, they're creating a game... But they're not directly referencing the world of Solar Opposites or Rick and Morty, right? Yeah, I don't think so. I think this is going to be a separate dimension, universe, or something. But it does all kind of tie it together at the end to the other shows uh, when they show a little blip on the interdimensional cable. Well, now I, now I sort of... Well, now I can. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's all about parallel universes with Rick and Morty anyway, so they can always just bullshit. I mean, that's absolutely true. But as far as, like, it, this game taking place within either the Rick and Morty universe or the Solar Opposites universe, I think it's going to be completely separate from both. Mm-hmm. It's true. This is a good one. Today, uh, they said it arrives October of 2022. Is yeah. that right? Yes, October of 2022, and I think this is going to go to Game Pass day one as well. Oh, no, mm. yes, this is going to go to Game Pass because I remember this is a limited console exclusive, so this is only going to be on the Xbox and PC for a while. That's actually big for them. I think that's going to actually draw a pretty decent crowd to people who want to give Game Pass a try. Absolutely, yeah, that's a big push. All right, speaking of that... Um, They've been doing a really good job of advertising, like, these new IPs and new ideas and new games and even, like, additions, like Hollow Knight Silksong, right? But out of all the things that happened, this next one was a little disappointing. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, boys? Is oh, it, yeah. Is it Minecraft? Of course it's Minecraft. <laughs> there is a script right in front of me, so I... I yeah. yeah, they don't know that. They might. <laughs> they suspect let me, it. Let me set the scene here. You just get done watching a fire trailer expecting the next huge Xbox IP to show on screen and all of a sudden you're treated with Mojang Studios a new game and I'm sitting there like is it still Minecraft fades in yep it's still Minecraft the audacity of these motherfuckers you can't tell me it's a new game well okay I guess they can tell me they it's a new game they grant you bro yeah well if they would have said new franchise that's false advertising but I was it's- led astray regardless I mean, yeah, that's fair. So what exactly is Minecraft Legends? I don't know. It just looks like Minecraft. Legends about Minecraft, okay? Little Timmy's been in the thing. He's been cooking up some good ideas for us. What does that mean? There's going to be some story, I guess. I don't know. But they already did Minecraft stories, didn't they? Isn't that a thing? No, this is Minecraft Legends. That's Minecraft (laughs) Dungeons. Dungeon, yeah, yeah. And then there's like, Minecraft Story That's more mode. like Diablo. This, <laughs> this is like uh, Ghost of Tsushima or something. How oh, is God. this new? Okay, here's the thing. If I had an IP that was as huge as Minecraft, and it's it's doing it an injustice just to say huge, right? I mean, Minecraft is fucking it's, its own phenomenon, just its own entity, right? I would milk it for everything it's fucking worth, too. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. But the audacity would be like, this summer. From the makers of Minecraft. Minecraft! <laughs> More Minecraft! <laughs> yeah. So And that shit's gonna work. Oh, for I might even consider looking at it, giving it a play. Because that's the thing is, like, I'm not even upset because I think that there's gonna be a lack of quality, right? Because, like, Minecraft Dungeons, like, people loved it. People said that it was really well made. And it, it used Minecraft mechanics, but just kind of went off the beaten path. I know it's gonna be a quality product, but it's like... 
got anything else? It's still just Minecraft. Yeah, at the end of the day, it's just Minecraft. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Zach, I think you want to talk about this next game. Oh, yeah. You ready? I'm going to do it justice. Lightyear Frontier arrives in spring 2023. It's All a, right. It's Stardew Valley with Space Mix. My girlfriend, Christine, just literally dropped a plate or something. She was like, what did you say? Space Mix, you say? Yeah, I mean, it looks quirky. Like, and there's there's a lot more to it. But, like, Stardew Valley, there's a lot to it, too. So, like, that, it's just, once the game comes out, it's going to be good. I don't know if I'm impersonating Morty right now, or I'm just having yeah, I can't stop. I had a bang, so I'm kind of, <laughs> I knew that was a bad idea. <laughs> Second energy drink's not great. <laughs> my, my metal body's sweating, but my fingers are cold. <laughs> Okay, it's normal, guys. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Lightyear Frontiers, Space Sim. Okay, That's- so simulator games, obviously, we get a weird batch whenever we talk about simulator games, right? Because there's some games that take themselves very seriously. Like, uh, most recently, I played Bee Simulator. Hey, yeah. And, yeah. and that's a really deep game with, like, a lot of cool mechanics and a story. And, like, they really try and teach you something about bees. And maybe you're into that. Then you get Goat Simulator. <laughs> and it is not that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And then think of other ones like even just normal farming simulator. Trucking simulator. Trucking think? simulator, yeah. Ice trucker. <laughs> That's a thing. So where do we think this game is going to fall in between that? Do we think it's going to be madness? Do we think it's going to take itself seriously? What did we get from the trailer? It's going to be great. It's going to take itself just the right amount of seriously. I hope so. Because it looks pretty quirky. Like, I mean, like, the yeah. guy's, like, falling in his mech, and he, like, pretends to, like, close his face, but then the mech lands upright. So it's just going to be kind of silly. It's going to take itself just serious enough. That's what, exactly what I want, because, like, I don't want to meet the man who's, like, unironically playing trucking simulator. <laughs> <laughs> they actually like it. Yeah, like, with Can you the imagine? Whole... I could imagine. I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I could imagine. And is there anything else we really got other than a little, hey, this is coming spring of 2023. It's Space Farm Simulator. With mechs. With mechs. Yes. uh, I'm over this. Why don't we watch the next one with JP? Hey, you're just really trying to hit those segues, aren't you? He's doing, he's pretty, it's, it's pretty good. All right. So this next one, we got a little bit of new news for Overwatch 2. Thank God. Yeah. No shit. Because, um. I know it's still in... What is it right now? Is it in a, a beta? It's, in a, it's officially in a beta. It's officially in beta, right? I think that happened like a month ago. Maybe this month. I feel like it happened this month. The problem is that for every streamer or everybody that's actually given it a shot, um, they have not been impressed. They have not been impressed. They don't think that the changes that have been introduced by any means make it worth a new $60 game at all. They just don't. So what they promised us for um, within this gameplay trailer, or not even a gameplay trailer, what they promised us within uh, just the showcase is a free-to-play live experience, a battle pass system, and no more loot boxes are the big three. So it's free, JP. Yeah. Yes. You got to pay the cost of the game. No, you don't. It's just a free game. Oh, is it? It's like Fortnite. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And you get a battle pass now. So now, so I have a lot of really mixed feelings, right? Because now I had all of this shit that I thought before I knew any of this new information, right? Like the fact that it's free, the fact that there's a battle pass system, and the fact that there's no more loot boxes. Um, It's just so up in the air. First of all, Zach, do you think that 
this was the original plan for Overwatch 2? Or do you think these are changes that were made with everybody's feedback? It's a great question. I like to pretend Blizzard listens to feedback, but... I know you like to think that. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, honestly, Blizzard's just going through so much shit right now that I don't know if, like, the developers finally say, hey, like, we should just do this right. And then Blizzard's, like, CEOs were like, fuck, fine. Yeah, I mean, that's... They're, 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 in a, they're between a rock and a hard place right now because they weren't very excited for Overwatch. And so, sorry, Overwatch 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they, they've kind of blown it. So maybe maybe it's feedback. Maybe it's just realizing they dropped the ball hardcore. Yeah. Um, hopefully they're going to stick to it because there's a lot of exciting stuff. Oh, for sure there is. Zar, what do you think? <sighs> I, I'm kind of echoing your guys' sentiments. I just... I don't really care much about Overmatch anymore, and I think that this game is just a little unnecessary. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just the addition to Overwatch 1. Right. And I know we were talking on some previous episodes that we were speculating, oh, well, all the content from Overwatch 1 was free, maybe that's why we need an Overwatch 2, but if you're not paying for anything in Overwatch 2, then what's the fucking point of Overwatch 2? And that's exactly what leads me to believe that they probably fully anticipated, hey, this is going to be another $60 game. We're bringing a lot of new changes. And they didn't do any of those. Yeah. Like, what changes? (laughs) Like, all right, now, look, here's the thing. To be fair, in Overwatch's meta, changing it from five players to six players is a big deal because that changes up the meta a lot. But Reverse what JP just said, but yes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> from six to five. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. It's going for, it went from six to Overwatch 1 to five to Overwatch 2. Right. Yes. So, the big question that I've asked a million times and that we've always introduced is, is that enough to introduce a new game? Because other than that, there have been fucking no changes whatsoever, right? Like, they introduced old maps, old gameplay modes. Okay, to be fair, they introduced one new gameplay mode. But even then, isn't it just technically a variation of an old gameplay mode? It's like push this objective, but it's like tug of war style. Let the the robots doing the pushing now. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, I guess, but that's just a... But I get to play Dorado during the day now. That's true. That is true. They did, they've updated the engine to where everything looks a little bit cleaner. There's cross progression. They renamed some heroes. They, They did, they renamed a few heroes. They renamed a hero because of because of <laughs> But anyway, I like I wish I was taking the approach of like, oh, this was the plan from the start, but no, cuz I know these motherfuckers. I know that they were fully anticipating charging $60 for this game. And they I genuinely think they saw the feedback that like the top Overwatch streamers on Twitch or maybe the people on YouTube I think they saw what they were saying, and they're like, this is not going to sell. This is not going to sell, right? And we have to find a way to kind of redeem ourselves here a little bit and kind of, like, get people reinterested in the game. And I think that's ultimately what happened. The only thing about that is that does not necessarily explain why they decided to get rid of loot boxes, because games that are free to play love offering those season passes. They love offering the cosmetics. They love offering loot boxes. So I don't know what kind of triggered that component of getting rid of the loot boxes. Any thoughts there? 
I, yeah, that one's a weird one because you would think that they would want to keep as many loot boxes. Right. I, I, I can't even speculate on what's going on there, why they would get rid of them. The optimist in me says everyone hates loot boxes because you can't get the skin you want without spending lots of money unless you get lucky, which none of us are except for a few of you. You know who you are. Right. <laughs> um, and so maybe they were like, hey, if we're going to charge a battle pass, that's what we're going to charge. And so they didn't want to double dip here because they've gotten caught doing it a few times mm. um, with, you know, like Diablo Immortal. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, so in this, they, they actually released a roadmap with it. So, uh, like, let's pretend that you're like me and you have a Switch. You can do cross-progression now. So, like, my Overwatch, first off, my Overwatch 1 materials, I'll go over to my Overwatch 2 account. Overwatch 1 will be shut down. That's a new thing they just said. And so it's all going to be on Overwatch 2. Which, yeah. Since it's free and not the biggest deal. Um. Let's see. They have a new seasonal model, so literally just imagine Fortnite. They're doing that. Mm -hmm. Um, And then what I'm excited for is, like, obviously there's going to be new heroes, uh, new maps. We'll see where that goes. Um, But mainly, like, the new skins. They talked about mythic skins, and I'm really hoping that, like, it's really cool, and they add some really cool things to it because it was nice, you know, knowing I was in a really cool Reinhardt skin, but I really barely ever got to see any differences. So hopefully, like, that changes, like, the the charge shot where it's got a dragon on it or something. I don't know. But yeah, hopefully his mythic skins are pretty hype. And finally, we do actually have like a release date for like the title. What is that day? And then the PVP, they made sure to say that, will release in, on October 4th with the PVE coming next year sometime. All right. So we've got a really mixed bag with Overwatch. It's just been so interesting because at one point, like the first Overwatch was just, you know, it still is one of the biggest for like esports. It's one of the biggest for like just comp games because it was just honestly just so well made and so fun. But you can't help but feel that Overwatch 2 was just a cash grab. Yeah, but what cash are they trying to grab? <laughs> At this point, nothing. Because I think they saw, you know, the writing on the wall and they were just like, we need to do something. Probably. Yeah, this is this is just weird. I guess we'll have to see what comes closer to October 4th, because I, I feel like this story is not done. There's going to be some more announcements to Overwatch right. 2, and we're either going to be like, well, what's the fucking point of Overwatch 2? Or, oh, that's the point of Overwatch 2. I hope so. I, I love Overwatch. I'm hoping day. this is like the, the Blizzard Redemption arc, but I, I hope, I, for what it's worth, I do too. I hope that too. Because right now they're sad. They're really just... They could know. use a little... Hashtag rebirth. Uh-huh. Hashtag rebirth. Hashtag uh-huh. rebirth. It also goes into the Diablo 4 with the whole necromancer thing. Ayo. Speaking of Diablo 4, good good job, Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Diablo 4 is coming out in 2023. Diablo 4 will have the necromancer class, which Diablo 3 had. And Diablo 4 will be apparently open world. Diablo and 3 had the necromancer class? Yeah, it was I a DLC. Had- uh, I've never played Diablo, I never so I don't. Play. I have no idea. Oh, I Great love Diablo. Series. I was gonna say you better. You yeah. better like Diablo. It's oh, your I game. love it. It, it is my it's, game. It's Dark Cloud, not but updated, game. not poopy. Gasp! And Dark Clouds, a little. Well, <laughs> no, it's it's more along the lines of. Did you guys ever play Dark Alliance, uh, the du- Dungeons and Dragons game on the PS2? No. Oh well, yeah, it's that top-down dungeon crawly RPG. Uh, but, Dark Cloud is a little bit different than that. This is more of like your tabletop. I'm grossly RPG. summarizing is hard. Just get with me. <laughs> All right, bro. Just get with me. All right. And so that's Diablo 4. 
Is that it? That's all we got? Yeah. yeah. There was a trailer. It was neat. It's it just just didn't give us too much yet. To it looks on. like Diablo. Um, they added a lot more end games. So now instead of like 300 Paragon perks, you get like 600 Paragon por- perks. So you'll never run out of things to do. I in don't this know game. what those are, but I'm confused. <laughs> it's just end game levels. All right. So this next announcement, do either of you care about, or should I go into it? I mean, I care about it. Should we start? Should we start singing? Do you care about Persona? (laughs) Have you even opened it up? Spoilers. I've downloaded the patches. That's not what I asked. Okay. (laughs) Hey, the patches are important. I'm not saying they're not. I'm not saying JP, JP, what are we talking about, Mister? You already spoiled it. Thank you. Persona 3, Persona 4 Golden, and Persona 5 Royal are all coming to Xbox for the very first time. What? PlayStation's not going to have many exclusives left if they keep this up. I know, they're just giving everything away. I know, honest to God. Okay, so if you're unfamiliar with the Persona series, it's very hard to explain. It technically falls under the JRPG category, but it mixes a lot of components of like, you know, you're this badass Japanese kid going out and fighting demons by night and by day, you know, you're, at, you're in high sim. school. Yeah, it's a dating sim. No, that's honestly true. <laughs> like, because like, it's, the truth is like you have all these things to do in the world, but like your true goal is to romance one of the characters. So, Find the right waifu or gaifu. Yes. Hell right. yeah. And that, Persona is a very unique game. All of them, all five of the games and all of their spinoffs are very unique, right? Um, so I'm very excited for Xbox players that they now finally get to experience this game. If anything, now because it just means that PlayStation, their mortal enemies, now lose another big exclusive. Aha! So, now you say that, but honestly... Do you have any interest within Personas R? Not even a little bit. No? I mean, if it comes to Game Pass, which it'll probably go to Game Pass, I might download it and play it a little bit. But as far as seeking it out, not really. It's on my to-do list. I <laughs> bet it is. <laughs> how many How many other games are on your to-do list, though? I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, genuinely, I want you to give a real attempt to Persona 5. All right, it, Put in just 20 hours, which I know is just 20 hours, which is, only a, fifth, hours which is only a fifth of the game. That's right, really like just every day in, in a JRPG. It's fine. Yeah, that's a, that's just JRPGs <laughs> for you, dog. Well, when it comes, I, I'll, I'll give it a try. Just give it a go. Eight, put 20 hours into okay, it. Okay, casual 20 Realistically, hours, give it like eight hours. I know that still sounds like a lot. But okay, eight hours you could pretty much form an opinion and see, on a game. And see what you think because it... It's a very unique game, and I think it's got a lot to offer pretty much anybody that wants to try it. Maybe you'll find your next favorite game series, or maybe you'll hate it, and maybe you'll come back here and hit me. <laughs> well, one of the two's going to happen. <laughs> I can't wait. I yeah, can't I can't wait. wait to see which one. <laughs> Speaking of things I'm going to have to wait for. Yeah. All right, what's next? Hideo Kojima wants you to know that he's team money. I mean Xbox too. <laughs> Goddamn right he is. Money. I mean Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, right. he did make sure to tweet afterwards. Don't worry. Still love you too, PlayStation. And money. And money. And money. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. I'm making bank off you. Lols. Yep. Hideo Kojima is working on some Xbox products. That's it. That, that's it. That's, that's all the, we. That's have. the all announcement. Yeah, that's all he told us. When do but... we get to the announcement? This is the announcement. <laughs> oh. Yippee. How was the line waiting simulator? <laughs> the realest line waiting you'll ever feel. That's actually a really funny game idea. <laughs> we'll make it. 
All right. But seriously, there's one last thing before we get to talk about Xenoblade, right? One last big thing that we need to talk about from the showcases are, what do we got? Indeed, indeed. They finally... Bethesda finally let us know what they've been working on in detail. And so we got a gameplay trailer of Starfield. And boys, I am disappointed that you don't get to play as a star. I was really wanting to play <laughs> as that Starfield. What are you Starfield. fucking talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you are the only one who thought that. How cool would it be to play as a star? Okay. What and would that even entail? You just float around in space. probably a tail. Sometimes uh, spaceships hit you, then, you know, you explode at the end of the game. And that's game. the end of the game. And that's you, the end of the game. You wait a million years for something to hit you, and then it's game over, <laughs> and, and then you start a new game. Yeah, it's the most fun game ever. And He's going to come take my science class. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we got to see the first look at gameplay for Starfield, and let me tell you, it looks like a Bethesda game. Yeah. Boy, does it look like it was made by Bethesda. <laughs> well, no, that could be very bad or very good. What do you mean in this case? Well, it was good. Like, the landscapes were pretty, and, like, from far away, everything looked good. But then you get up close to things, like the spaceships and such, and you're like, oh, that looks like a rusted car in Fallout or a vertebrate or something. Everything's all rounded, and right. it kind of almost looks kid toy put together okay um but this is a compliment right i i suppose so depends on who you ask yeah all right i don't see any problem with it it just it just looks inoffensive (laughs) looks like a bethesda game um but it looks like it's also borrowing a lot of the mechanics from their other ips uh especially fallout with the customization of weapons and like characters you can build your spaceship from the ground up all the way down to like what kind of seat you want to put your ass in. So that's pretty cool. Um, and you can customize your ass. Yeah, you can customize your ass too. Oh, so. finally. I've been waiting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to give myself a dumpy. <laughs> this is going to be one of the most ambitious products from the studio because they have over a hundred solar systems with thousands of planets mm. that you can explore to their entirety. Allegedly, they are claiming that you can land pretty much anywhere on the planet and explore all of these planets every nook and cranny. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be a little more specific than that, yeah. but that's what they're offering. So, I know this isn't the first thing Bethesda has been working on since they got acquired by Microsoft, but it's by far the biggest. Yes, right? def- definitely. So, my question is, what challenges... What new challenges do you think are going to be presented to Bethesda as Microsoft actually makes them finish the game before they release it? God. Well, I just mentioned how vast the uh, game's maps are. Right. That's going to be the biggest problem is like rendering, loading times, and asset recovery. Like making sure that these graphics do what they're supposed to do and that there's no random little no-clip holes in the map that you just fall t- into the abyss in. I can't wait for the quest. I just won't finish. I'll just stare at it. Oh, God. Well, let yeah. me tell you how this I'll is going to go fix you. it. You're going to buy the game. You're going to open it up. You're going to select some customization options. You're going to close it. You're never going to come back. While insisting that you will. Until you die one day. That game's going to keep believing it. It's going to keep thinking you're coming back. <laughs> He's, I got a like, dumpy. He'll come back. I got a dumpy. He'll be back. He <laughs> <laughs> put a little tighten up thing on, on, my, on my bumper sticker, too. <laughs> With an ass like that, he's got to be back. It's like, 
That's like how dirty you did uh, Earthbound. It's like he picked mint. He'll be back. He picked the flavor. He picked the flavor. Oh my god. Um, um, so this is an RPG game by Bethesda. It's big. It's it exciting. Is. It is. Um, it's a it's a tall order there. It's a real tall. It is. This is going to be their biggest game yet. I really hope they can pull it off. They say it's coming in 2023, but they didn't say early, mid, or late, so yeah. we have no idea. And in a passing conversation, didn't you talk about Todd Howard like guaranteeing the quality of this game? Yeah, and I actually, well, Todd Howard came out, and whenever you see Todd Howard talking Bethesda at a showcase, you know it's serious. It's, yeah, he's trying to sell you something. He's trying yeah, to sell you a game. He's very good at what he does. <laughs> and so that was really hype. But before that, it was actually Pete Hines that came out, and he was like the director of marketing at Bethesda or something like that, claiming that this is going to be Bethesda's biggest year ever. But I want to know, is it? Is it really? I mean, this is this is a brand new IP. Like everybody loves Fallout, everybody loves Elder Scrolls. This is very ambitious. Yes. If they can pull it off, it'll be a big year. But I don't know unless you pull like that Fallout or the Elder Scrolls if it's going to be your biggest year yet. Not Fallout seventy six. Not which, Fallout seventy six. Sorry, let me know. Has gotten better. It has gotten Doesn't better. Steal your souls anymore. So that's, that, nice. <laughs> that's good news. That's good news. You still have to pay a lot of money for a solo server if you don't like online friends. I don't but... have friends. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just saying Bethesda. Will you be my friend, please? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. You are absolutely right. Um... It's great that Todd Howard came out and gave us some reassurance on... Because I'm sure there's plenty of people like us, right? Who are like, oh, a Bethesda game. Oh, a huge game that's supposed to do way more than... They, you know, they're saying it's going to do all these fucking things. Will it be able to? And now Todd Howard's putting its name to it. This is the recipe for another cyberpunk situation. Absolutely. That's exactly what I'm worried about is another cyberpunk. I mean... (laughs) It made some bold claims there. Guys, 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 guys. Yes, Zach. Guys. Yes, Zach. We don't know if it's a problem yet. All right? That's true. That's true. Let's be positive, man. We've had some mistakes in the gaming industry. No matter what. As humans, we make mistakes, man. Well, not me. Oh, honey. No matter matter what. You were the mistake. (laughs) It's a Bethesda game, and even if it's broken, buggy as hell, I'm still going to love the shit out of it. It's going to be great. Skyrim is still selling. Yeah, I love Skyrim, (laughs) and that game's broken as fuck. It really is. I mean, that's a fair point. That's a fair point. But it just brings, like, the question to light, like, is Microsoft going to let Bethesda be Bethesda? Right, with all its buggy glory, or are they expecting, like, a higher level of quality that comes with these games now that it's associated with Microsoft? That's, like, the question that's kind of battling in my head. I don't know how much Microsoft can actually do to help this process along, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they can they can sit there with the whip and, and, and crack it above the developers all day long, but... Like, I don't know if Microsoft is actually going to get involved with the day-to-days of, of Bethesda. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Have to wait and see. I don't like being pessimistic about these games. I really don't. I'm just looking I, at the writing on the wall. I'm not. I'm having a great time. It's hey. a Bethesda game. <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Yes, sir. What would you give this showcase? I'd give it an A minus, honestly. The whole thing. Um, JP, did you watch a showcase? Bits and pieces. I did like a highlights, the most important thing. But that being said, like I still got a good idea because like there were so many new and exciting things offered. I honestly, B plus A minus territory for me as well. 
Like, I think it was a very solid, full, awesome showcase. There wasn't a point, there weren't many points in the watching the highlights where I was like, this is kind of boring, you know? Like, I had at least a general amount of hype for almost everything they showed. He did watch the highlights, though, not the two-hour presentation. You, you are right. You are right. But that obviously leads to you've got some opinions. Oh, um, I give it, a, like, a B-. minus. B-? That's still yeah. a decent okay. showcase. Okay. I mean, if they, they did the Nintendo approach, which is where you just focus on the next 12 months, which is great. But then they didn't talk about Avowed. They didn't talk about Fable. They didn't talk about... They delayed Starfield without a date. So it may be the next 12 months. may not be. Right. may not be. Yeah. Um, um, what else was like on the big thing? Uh, the Obsidian game that they were working on. Was that Avowed? It wasn't Avowed, was it? Well, they had they had oh, Grounded. A- they they also showed Grounded the uh, full like release. They announced another game last year at E3. Oh, the obs- like a- yeah, the Obsidian IP. Yeah, so um, I, I just, I'm sitting here like there's a lot of games I didn't talk about, which is good because they're not coming out next year, but it's like you talked about it last year. Now it's still not there. No, you're right. Uh, you're that's right. fair. And, and honestly, when I texted you guys the other night and I was like, I give this the showcase an A plus. And then like a few minutes later, I said, nah, actually an A minus. It wasn't perfect. I was, I was thinking of Fable. Um, I yeah, think it has been, kind of the... they gave us uh, just a tiny teaser like three years ago at the Game Awards or E3 or something, and we have not seen anything on it. It's it's time we see something. I'd like to know that this IP is alive. I totally agree. And so that's that's my biggest reason of knocking down the showcase a little bit. I, uh, still, I mean, even if you went with Zach's grade, like, that's still a damn good showcase. Yeah. Especially yeah. for two hours, like, that's a lot of room for error. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, like, I think they did what they needed to do. And they showed gameplay for... They showed games. And... Was it? Yeah. I feel like most of everything had gameplay. I'm trying to think of anything that didn't. And honestly, Zach, you're absolutely right. We can't discount the fact that everything they showed, they're promising. And I know promising is vague, right? But within the next 12 months, that's good. You know, that's... Except for Starfield. Except for Starfield. But you know what? That's something I wouldn't even expect to see until next generation gaming. Because they're... But... So whatever they do... I mean, come on. We're, if we're being honest here. There will be the Starfield Enhanced Edition. Absolutely. That's for sure. Uh, yes. 100%. All right. Um, we've done a fantastic job of covering the Xbox Showcase. We're going to work around with this just a little bit. So we're going to avoid some hot takes and some game releases. But you know what? This is a really good opportunity for the three of us to just ask the simple question. Now that we've got our first episode doing this new recording under our belts, what do you guys think? I like it. I miss recording with you guys. It, it's a lot of, it's easier to banter off each other when you can see when each you can see faces. each other. Yeah, and you're not talking over one another. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. rebirth. Hashtag rebirth. Hashtag rebirth. Wrap us up, JP. Wrap me up. All right, Daddy. Well, <laughs> please don't call me Daddy. <laughs> Christine told me you liked it. Did she? Now she knows I hate it. <laughs> God damn it, Christine. All right. All right. All right. Let's wrap this up the way we always do. I haven't done this in a while. I'm a little rusty. Let's see if I still got it in me. Thank you all so much for listening to the Rebirth episode of the Game Tea Podcast. We will see you all in the next episode. You just got your Game Tea. Bye. If you like what you heard today and you're looking for more ways to get your Game Tea fixed, check us out on Patreon. With bronze, silver, and gold tiers starting at $2 a month, there are several incredible rewards you can receive for supporting the show, such as a follow from us on Twitter, access to a monthly Q&A session, an invitation to our private Discord server, and even bonus episodes of the podcast only accessible to patrons. Your donations will be used to make the show even better. 
The link to Patreon is in the description with our social media, so go check it out. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the Game Tea Podcast. A Huda Media Production.